1: Time for the BA breakdown here on the KRMG Evening News, where we talk live with Broken Arrow City Manager Michael Spurgeon. He is with us live on the line. Hey, Michael, how are you?
0: Skyler, how are you doing, my friend? Hope your week has started off well.
1: Yeah, so far so good. Um, I know we wanted to talk about something, kind of revisit a conversation from last week. So let's do that for just a second. Uh, we we got an open mic from a listener. And at the time you weren't so sure of the answer here, but I understand we have an answer. Let me first play the open mic again. I noticed in downtown Broken Arrow at the military history museum, there are flagpoles for each branch of the military, except the U S coast guard. And I was curious as to why that is. Yeah, Good question. What'd you find out?
0: You know, what was really cool was that resident that did the open mic Skylar, actually sent me an email later in the evening, asking me the same question and let me know who that was, which I really appreciated. Um, it, it did stump me. Uh, that is uh it's a city owned building, but we have a user group that is the military history center. So we reached out to those folks and we found out that several years ago, uh, there was a quest request for public donations to erect the, the poll for each branch of the U S military. And unfortunately there weren't any donations or funding was identified specifically for the coast guard. Uh, the polls cost about $5,000. And I know that the military history center, has struggled in the past to find donations of, of Coast Guard artifacts such as uniforms, flags, patches, and so forth, and that's a volunteer organization. So obviously, you know, money is uh, is, is is very uh, hard to come by sometimes. And so, I would just encourage if there's anybody out there that was in the Coast Guard or was retired from the Coast Guard, is to reach out to the city or to the Mil- military history center. And if you've got something you'd like to donate, because that is that is a branch of government that we would like to to expand upon, we just haven't had a lot of success to date. So I'm glad I didn't know the answer to the question because it gave me an opportunity to do some research, and hopefully we'll be able to rectify this situation in 2023.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. I hope we can help uh, facilitate that kind of thing, make, making positive changes there in BA. Um, speaking of positive changes, not far from where I live, I go through here all the time, the construction zone at New Orleans and Elm, and we do periodic updates on it. So a uh, good time to do that because here in a couple of days, I understand there's some changes coming to that construction zone.
0: Well, the most exciting thing, Skylar, is the fact that we are uh, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel with regard to this project, and that light is not a train okay Uh, it's actually we're getting towards the end of it and probably one of the most exciting parts of this project is the construction of the medallion and that medallion is going to be in the center of the intersection and uh, we're going to have to make some modifications in the in the way people travel uh, through the intersection for about a week because all four sections of the medallion have to be done at the same time to be consistent with the color and the design and so from march 10th to march 17th and we're going to be doing a lot of communication about this there's going to be right turns only uh, at the intersection no left turns or straight through traffic will be permitted because we have to put that medallion together all at the same time now fortunately this is probably the final big piece that we have to complete in this timing of this closure or modification i should say is going to be over spring bake and we've done this intentionally to take advantage of the time when there's less traffic there so Uh, We're excited about all the work that's still going outside of the Bay, but we've got to step back in and complete this medallion. So we'll be putting out a lot of communications, Aaron McCulloch's team, to make sure that folks know about it. And we just ask everyone to be patient for a little while longer, and then we'll be completely done with the project.
1: I know I've asked you this before, but now that we've been uh, a few more weeks and months into that project, what are you hearing from area businesses? There's a couple of restaurants like there, right around there that I like to go to. Sometimes I go to that come and go, and it's been challenging to get in and out of some of those places. So have the businesses reported uh, any good or bad news in all this?
0: I think it's mixed. Uh, we, we hear from some folks that are doing fine and we hear to some folks that have struggled because uh, obviously when there's, when there's traffic and there is a project like this some some folks unfortunately make a decision hopefully it's just temporary to actually go somewhere else and that's why we've had our folks uh, down talking to businesses as often as possible about how they're doing and giving them updates on where we are with the construction and so we'll be glad when the project's finished because it, it is it is an inconvenience for everyone and it's not our intent to to harm any business uh, but we do believe that this is going to be a major investment and a great improvement to the area. So if we can get done in the next 30 to 45 days and get back to this intersection completely open, I think that it's going to be an amazing. It's going to draw people down there. And we've got more things that we're going to be talking about in the future that I think are going to bring even more folks to the area. So we just ask folks to continue to be patient for just another couple of
1: months. While we're talking about roads, I want to let people know about um, a temporary closure coming to a street for some, uh, some work that just can't be done with cars going over it. That is uh, 37th Street between Kenosha and Houston. Now, I, uh, I kind of pride myself on knowing all of the BA street numbers. I'm not super familiar with 37th <laughs> Street, so can you help me out? Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, some folks that uh, live in the east part of the community may know it as 209th, if you go out east on Kenosha, right before uh, you get to where you can you can turn into the Walmart Supercenter out there off Kenosha, mm, okay. you go south. That is the south mile. We're actually going to be doing the construction. That's a major connection from that road to uh, certain parts of of the city. And there are a lot of uh, citizens that travel down Houston to the west. And we're very excited. This was a bond project from several years ago. It's taken quite a while to get the gas line moved as well as acquire the right-of-way. And so we're actually going to have to close that road to local traffic only uh, between March 20th and April 7th because there are two uh, major sewer lines that we're going to have to relocate that are underneath the road so there just really isn't any way that we can do this and if you know that road very well there's a large hill that is actually creates a tremendous blind spot and we're going to be cutting that hill down as a part of this three lane, going from two lanes to three lanes. And so we're very excited about it. But once again, it's progress, requires some inconvenience. Fortunately, the, the folks that travel there locally will be able to get in and get out. But we just ask folks for a couple of weeks to to be patient, and then we'll get the road back open uh, the way you normally do during construction.
1: Yeah, now that you describe it like that, I know right where it is. I almost hit a turtle there once. So watch for the wildlife <laughs> while they're working on it, okay? There's lots of it out there. <laughs> okay, Michael, we'll talk to you next week on the BA Breakdown.
0: Who get it done.